0: You're listening to the Headhunting Housewives podcast with your recruiter, Diane O'Brien, episode number 62. Good morning, Headhunting Housewives. It's your recruiter, Diane O'Brien, and it is the very end of April here, going into May, and it's a Tuesday. So we're going to jump right into Tactical Tuesday because we have a very busy uh, month, actually a couple months ahead, and we want to really try to be finished these new jobs by the summer, Memorial Weekend. Ideally, at least the hard part of the recruiting, and then we can ride it through to the offer and the hire. Um, but I want to cover some base questions. And one I get all the time um, I think the number one question is always, How do you find clients? And then number two is, How do you find candidates? <laughs> and it's funny because right, that's the basis of recruiting. So if you discover you want to be a recruiter, you will spend the bulk. Um, the bulk of your day, probably the most of it finding the candidate side. So you definitely want to get very good at that. So you're very good at your job. And of course, you're going to learn, have to learn how to find and attract clients. Like we've spoken about in the past, you have uh, an inflow of as much business as you want coming in. So today on Tuesday, I'm going to talk about the sourcing side and finding clients. And I've given other you know, podcasts about this. There's a lot, obviously, on the web nowadays. There's so much free information, which is great. Um, I hopefully, you know, or read, read, the book, work from home headhunter that I had written that goes deeper into all the different sourcing methodologies. Now that was what only maybe five or seven years ago, I wrote that and, Sourcing the different platforms you use has changed, but the actual way to go about it still hasn't changed. So, you know, back in the day, let's say the big one would have been Monster and Career Builder. You get on these sites, you start hunting for resumes, where now the big one um, for a certain level job, I would say under the C-level, is indeed um, and then for the higher ones, of course, LinkedIn has upped their game better than ever. And then you have a vast number of ones in between. There's the zip Recruiters and Glass Doors, and there's all these different ones you can find on the web these days that are basically trying to compile all the job boards and get you all these resumes. And here's the secret to this, the secret to sourcing, okay? There's all these platforms and they keep growing. So there's probably more today than there were five, 10 years ago. But the, I don't want to use the word intuition, but the intuitive part or the magic part of sourcing isn't where you're finding your people. Um, You have to have a good source that's part of it. But I would say the most important part of it is kind of following the process and letting letting your job lead you to the right candidate as you also are having the right candidate come to you. And this, I know has shifted for me in recent years. And Probably more of my C-level group, I'll talk more about letting them come to you. Um, they seem to find you if you're doing certain things. Um, but when you're trying to attract, but go find and go hunt down um, the right candidate. And again, even when I say the right candidate comes to you, that's while you're out there hunting. So it's almost like, it's not like you're not doing anything just waiting for them to show up. It's you're out there hunting. And then someone you know tells you to go here to look, and then someone sends you here, and you follow this web. Uh, until you find an article you're reading one day and there the person is a picture of the top COO or something happens. We're like, oh my gosh, this looks like the right person. And, um, you know, sometimes they'll reach out to you as well through LinkedIn without you, when they know you're, if you advertise that you're looking for this role, but but more than often, you're on the hunt and somehow they kind of appear. It's like they're attracted to you. The whole law of attraction thing works. <laughs> and that's very true in recruiting. And I'll do a whole episode later on intuitive sourcing and recruiting because there is something to really follow in that gut. I do always believe I'm not really hunting and finding the right candidate, but I'm just allowing that perfect match to come to me as I'm on the hunt, doing the hard work, um, you know, and then letting time play its role into bringing me the right person. I think there's something more in it than just me and the company and find the perfect person for the perfect seat in a company. There's a little bit of magic or whatever you want to call it, that life is, has a purpose and where they're put the right person so if you follow that um you know that's that's really the secret ingredient so you want to get really good at that so you can figure out all the different job boards and how to get on there and how to source and oh my gosh database you'll waste you'll waste lots of time on databases especially if you work for a company they'll want you to fill their database but don't you know let that be your master because i feel like it becomes you know it's there to serve you and you end up serving it right these databases and all these platforms and this whole matrix of stuff so, you know, I use all of that less than ever now, and I find my person faster than ever now, or they help or, or help to fi- find me. So, you know, focus on getting really good at following the signals and the signs in the gut. And as you're doing your research, you're thinking where the person could be, maybe certain companies you're investigating, you know, past sourcing, remember, it's not just all the job words, but there is old school sourcing. Someone I found really great recently, um, you know, I was reading different articles on um, the top C-level people in certain industry, and there were 25 people. On the 25, only a few were women. I may have spoken to this before. And... Um, The one that really shout out to me in the bio just made a lot of sense you know and so sometimes great people come to you that way that was by just kind of good old-fashioned following your gut and sourcing through good articles trying to find the top players are right now Google, you know, has come a long way. You can do Google searches and find people, especially at the higher levels you never could before. So really get good at your craft and get good at your game on sourcing at that level. And again, you can utilize all these different um, platforms, of course. Um, you know, I use the LinkedIn and the higher level paid LinkedIn's um, for lots of things still. I'll still go to Indeed, though, as well at times. Um, I might hit ZipRecreer if I'm helping a friend on a lower level search or um you know, so I'll hit these different places. And, um, but when I say LinkedIn, it's because that's where my network sits, right? That's grown and my network's grown to where when I throw out those feelers to the right kind of people, that's where it usually comes back to me. So that's where you really want to focus and build that no matter what other platforms and systems you're using. Um, So I won't go too much deeper on this call. I'll do a private podcast for my group's that want to dive into this, especially as we start sourcing on the COO for next month in May. Um, One thing I thought I would um, tackle as well as sourcing for you so you understand kind of how to do it those details Um, definitely go back in this podcast I think there were some I got more detail on like I said on just the books you can read in YouTube's uh, if you need more help I had some private videos I've done for the groups before um, that I'd be willing to share and um, that kind of actually shows like a screenshot of going through and screening and what you're looking for and how you're looking for and all that nitty-gritty so there's a lot more always a source you can learn and we'll cover that um, when you're ready but the other thing is, if you were on the other side of the fence in your business, just trying to get um, your client and you're having, you know, you're speaking to people and so you're not at the question yet of, Diane, how do I find these people or how do I get clients? But okay, I've got a live one on the phone here, a live client or potential client. I need to close this deal so I can start my search, right? And again, I'm teaching retained. I know a lot of you are contingent out there, but why not just go to retained when it's a different level simply of your confidence, ability? and um, the language you're speaking to your client. And so um, as soon as you make that change from continue to retained, life becomes a different world because you're not competing against everyone else and spinning your wheels. You know, you know, you have this client, you can work one-on-one. It's, um, it's a better bond and it does, is more trust and it's a longer term relationship. So that's where you wanna go first of all. And what we can do when you have those clients on the hook and you're looking at what, kind of what language to use um, you know, again, feel free to reach out with maybe little secrets I feel like I have that I utilize. I'll put a different private podcast to the more detailed level of that for you because I think there are certain sentences I use or sound bites that really help close the deal that I found through the years that just worked and they've kind of upped my ratio of closing the people that I speak to when they when they reach out when I have a phone call. Um, and we can talk about that, but the main thing is that as like anything else, it's not going to be something crazy out there it's just the language that you're using and knowing that you can execute in the job and having some good examples of that Mm -hmm. and building trust they have the confidence that you can do what you say you're going to do And again, I can help with that. And that's part of the reason I want to take a select few of you through a a true C search with me because until you do it once, it's really hard to speak about it confidently. Um, And so, and again, those of you housewives that are wanting to become recruiters, but you're not at that level, um, I've partnered with some firms that are still hiring rookies um, as well as looking for ones that are already trained. So there's ways of stepping into this without jumping the C suite if that's where you are. So I'm going to cut this short because I started this late and it's Tactical Tuesday and uh, the house is getting busy. So I hope that's helpful for your sourcing questions and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks.